whose friend came last time? That was my friend. Your friend should come back. I liked her. Yeah, she's, yeah, also, she's great. Cool. She's also one of my friends as well. I guess. You didn't speak up. <laughs> you didn't speak up, Smart sir. Alright, alright. Well, welcome into episode 44 of 3 Piece That Podcast, and it's the end of the fucking year. Woo! Thank God. Another one. Another one. End of a decade. Ooh, yeah. As well, I guess. It's you the, know, it's the you 20s, things. baby. Yeah, by the time you hear this, it'll be the 20s. <laughs> the 20s. So you know what that means. Do a line. Do a line. Do that line. Do from? a line. <laughs> I, I play along with you guys. It's like, yeah, it's, it's fun, but I don't know where it's going. I don't know. Where, where did it get? I don't know. We just talk about doing lines in the Discord, man. I guess it just becomes a culture. He's did we just joke join our Discord. Do a line. Personal jokes. Yeah, these are inside jokes. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't never remember. Are you in our Discord? You should join the Discord. Join the Discord. What's a Discord? It's, it's a, like a... Um, it's like a Slack slash group me that's a little more focused, but it has uh, like channels and shit. What is it? You know a forum? Yes. It's yeah. like a forum app. Oh, okay. And y'all do what on it? We make inside Talk jokes. Shit. Yeah, we post hotel memes and talk shit. <laughs> Basically, that's all. Like, you just go there for the hotel memes I'm so and the talk shit, bro. The one with is the rooster talking to the chicks. <laughs> we were dinosaurs. dinosaurs. I personally like oh, Darth man. Vader talking to uh, Princess Leia with the with the, the kufi on. That yeah. shit is. I think mine was the was the, the, was the guy with the What's with a the kufi. <laughs> kufi is a, it's a style <laughs> of hat. It's like a Let me show hat. you. It's a what? It's a style of a knitted hat. I know what you're talking about. The Muslims wear it. Yeah. My dad used to have a whole bunch of those. Whole bunch? Yeah, because he had... Oh, no, no. I thought it was something else. Slap your fucking kufi off. <laughs> Slap your fucking Oh, that kufi. was something. Oh, anyways. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Well, anyway, this is going to be a special episode today. So since, like I said, it's the end of the year, so we're going to give you our end of the year list. We're going to give you our lucky triple sevens. But today we're going to... Shout gonna, out to Key. Shout out to Key. But today we're going to focus on music specifically because you know how much we like music over in this podcast and how much it's uh, just really a part of us. It's it's natural. It's just a part of the process. So we're gonna. And it's drop. gonna take up the most time. It's gonna take up the most fucking time. <laughs> <laughs> so next episode will be top seven movies and TV, and there was a lot of shit. So that gives us time to think back about it. So and, or watch anything we haven't seen. AKA yes. Star Wars. AKA no, I'm not watching that fucking dumpster movie. fire. That is Rise Star, Star Wars. Are you, are you referencing Rise of Skywalker? I'm not gonna see that movie. I, 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 I can't, I can't picture myself seeing a movie with that many mixed reviews and none of them good. It's either bad or I didn't care for it. Yeah. yeah there was a very niche group of people that said, I that love it. That last one was I can't, not I can't, good. I can't, I can't picture movie. myself. I said the only people that, lo- from what I've seen, the only people that love The Rise of Skywalker are people who absolutely hated the second movie. Because I, I did not like that second all movie. the Rise of Skywalker does is just make it, it just fixes everything the other movie did. Mm. So it's like it it in and of itself isn't even a movie. I couldn't even tell what was wrong with it. With the second movie? Yeah, it would these are all just films to me. Yeah. I don't I don't I don't understand the universe. If it's a good movie in and of itself, then yeah, I can appreciate it, but mm-hmm. there were I think this the first the first of the new Star Wars I slept through. I can't remember anything from it. The next one, I don't really remember anything from it. Because I didn't really like it that much, so I can't picture myself just watching the third one when all the, the first two were just very, very average to me when it comes to just films in general. Hey, man, I feel you. So, yeah, let's get into this music talk. Who wants to go first? I don't. 
Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and hit a mean not it. Uh, uh, I got my list ready. Yeah, anybody else got this? Uh, this just for uh, 2019? Yeah. Oh, I hit it off the top of my head. 100% uh, Solange's album. That was on mine. Yeah, that's just the most. When we're, it comes, so like we're, just, we're gonna start with number one, no build up to number yeah, one. No, just, no, no, no build up. It was just like the, none of the other six. I mean, the other the other six, they really weren't um, as influential. Um, there, I mean, there was okay. a lot. That, I mean, when it comes to the general, after that album came out, I don't really remember myself listening to any singular project. Um, as much as that I was during that time I was mm. uh, before but it was like before uh, Solange's project it was just uh, so you didn't even listen to that new K Tronada I did but that came out a month ago so I can't really say that it's that influential for this year because that it really isn't that much time yet but I do I, I listened to that earlier and I got some stories but yeah just just that just that singular um, album was the most influential piece of any media that I've that have uh, ingested this entire year, um, it really set off uh, the tone for how I was going to carry myself for the rest of the year. The amount of just self realization, the yeehaw agenda. Yeah, that 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 in of itself was it was the yeehaw agenda. It got me back. It got me back into my back into my Texas roots. Yeah. Um, from the very moment I uh, do you own a cowboy hat or cowboy boots? Both not cowboy boots though. New I, boot I, I do have multiple pairs of boots, but I don't own a pair of uh, a cowboy, cowboy boots. boots. Have you ever owned a pair of cowboy boots? No, even though I spent seven years in Texas and never owned a pair of cowboy boots. Actually, I might have to be honest, but of course I wouldn't. I wouldn't uh, still have them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's like just the fact that just I, I remember just listening to as soon as I woke up um, during that during that period of time I was doing uh, morning meditation and the first thing that I would put on was that album. Mm-hmm. So I saw things I imagined every single morning like that really got me that, that really got myself into a mode of really tackling the day and having to do that for I think that's the only album I listened to for a solid straight up three weeks to a full month. Mm-hmm. So have do having that repetition of every single morning I saw things I imagined and just mm-hmm. being in the mindset of being able to manifest anything that I could possibly want for a solid month and then taking that and um, carrying it on throughout the rest of the year. There's no other project that I've listened to that had that much of an impact on my life. So, yeah, that I'm 100%. But before that, I would say my number two, even though it didn't come out in 2019, it came out the end of 2018. But We'll count it. It counts. It counts. Um, Fuck it. Earl's album, some rap songs. Before Solange's album came out, I listened to that album every day. Really? I didn't. Like, I didn't. I did Honestly, didn't picture myself because I didn't really listen to Earl like that before that. Mm-hmm. Um, I got. I heard um, the first album that he dropped. Uh, what was it, Doris? I think so. Yeah. I listened to Doris maybe once. <clears throat> didn't really like it that much because I never. Because like his style, I feel like. It never, it never really, it never really clicked for me. Mm-hmm. It never really clicked for me until that album, and it was exactly in the niche of uh, hip hop that I really, really like, which is really just really dirt. It's like really dirty sample beats mm-hmm. that no sane person to honestly really try to rap on. But then he would he would go for it like like basically beats that nobody would really go for, um, and then he did it very very well. In the general the general subject matter that he was rapping on, right. um, it was very. It, I, I really I really 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 enjoyed that album. I agree because a lot of those beats he picks, I'm like, 
this sounds like something somebody shouldn't be rapping on. Yeah, but he he works it very he works it very well. It, he makes he. Make, <laughs> You sure can see Sassy. She's hitting that mean <laughs> fucking Shannon Sharp. But you know, I don't listen to any. Most albums that we talk about, I hate to say it, I'm, I'm usually not going to listen to. But that particular time, I was like, I'm going to listen to this fucking album. Yeah. I, it's, He's had some loss. I want to be there and maybe I can. And I just couldn't. It's not for everybody, 100%. Yeah. Like, if, if people say they don't really like that album, I, I, can un- I definitely can't understand. Yeah. But it's definitely one. It's definitely in the niche of hip-hop, the exact the exact vein of hip-hop. I can believe that, that yeah. I, that I actually really, really love, that I feel like does not get enough. Um, no, I feel like there's not a lot of people who are doing that in, like, the even the semi-mainstream. Yeah. Um, not, not even, not even to say even the early in the mainstream, but whatever, I guess, like, whatever underground. There's, like, there's mainstream, and then there's the stream under the mainstream. I haven't ever really heard too many people go into that vein. Like, it's very, that like, what he's doing is very, very, like, underground. Like, somebody may have done it, but it was, like, one tape that never really, that nobody really listens to. It's in the deep parts yeah. of SoundCloud. Yeah. Like, has, has any of y'all ever listened to UCLA by Blue? Yeah. It's it's pretty much it's pretty much in that vein, but not a lot of not a lot of people listen to the album. If, I've if, listened to Blue, but I can't say UCLA in particular. UCLA was a project that he put together with Madlib in like twenty. It was like 2012, 2013, mm-hmm. a while ago, and oh, it was yeah. just like it was like really really dirty. It was like really 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 dirty. Like it sounded like he it, it sounded like Madlib was playing playing beats out loud, and then Blue was like was rapping over it like in person via the phone. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. It basically sounded like somebody set up a mic in the middle of the room, and Blue was just straight up rapping to the mic while the beat was playing. And that specific vein of hip hop, I never really heard of. I, I haven't really heard of before. But considering that I'm a person who's constantly around people who are like are always like always rapping people, it's like you say, are around some rapping ass yeah, niggas I'm like I, I niggas just be trying to order food let me get a basically like I'm around people I'm around people who like like after every opportunity, if there's a party, we'll we'll go to somebody's car. We'll start rapping. If we inside of a car, we'll start rapping. If the speakers anywhere in a garage, we'll start rapping. And I, I feel like that. I miss parties like that. That part, like it's like that part of hip hop. It's just twenties. Just straight up, like yo, mm-hmm. fuck it, I'ma just rap. You said it's your twenties. I said it's the twenties. Oh. I thought you was talking because I'm leaving my twenties. That's what I thought you were talking about. Never mind. Everything isn't about you, Sassy. <laughs> Fuck you! It always <laughs> about me. I think you confused. Anyway, um, this yeah. is the Sassy Set podcast. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so back. So, um, yeah. So it was. It was just in that in that vein in that vein of um, in that vein of, of of music. Another project that I was listening to heavy was uh, Emergency Raps Volume Four by Tuami, but it was headlined by Fly Anakin. Um, mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I really like that album is because he had this is a song called uh, Travolta Part Four. It was basically everybody that's in the Mutant Academy, but the song sampled um, "That's Love." I believe it's a song by Kirk Franklin, and I can't remember I can't remember the original song, but it's just like a very very classic gospel song um, that I remember from my childhood. Mm. And I'm I guess at the time I was really into um, going back and listening to the early the really the the early Kirk Franklin's like the early like early two thousands late nineties gospel music and how that that's that's that slight I got a whole playlist yeah, that's, dedicated to that's just slight, that it, when it was like slight R it's like slight R and B like you grew into this yeah it's, it's it was it was a different groove but yep. he was he was like the first he was like the first um like Tuami was the first artist that i heard um like i know like the, the somebody know um encore beats like he's done it before um and i've actually rapped over the song that he used this kirk, kirk franklin song that he used but he was the only person that i knew that actually did that before mm-hmm. and so now here comes this other like 
I guess more known producer who's doing that put this on this tape. I was just like, yes, thank you. Somebody understands. So it's like somebody gets it. Like somebody grew up in the early two thousands in the vibe. church. Like somebody's somebody's mother was in a church. Like in the early two thousands, they took that influence and they turned it into what they're doing now. Like finally, yes. Representation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that that, it's that important. was important. Yeah, it that is. was that was the first. That was like the first. Um, the first song. Um, that I heard, like that I can stream and pick up and get that. Um, but that was that was a very influential um album from this year. Um, other projects that came out. I can't really really name any other albums. Did you listen honest. to the other Earl album that came out this year? I did. I didn't like it as much as the first one. It's it's in the same vein. It's mm-hmm. just a similar. It wasn't dirty enough. No, I think it went too dirty. It was oh. too dirty. Uh, it was it was it was it was ba- it was basically the same, but it was like it it, it didn't really click the way the first one did. Mm. Like the, the, that first one, it that yeah. So I think some rap songs is more. It's not an accessible album, but I think it's more accessible than. It's a little. I think I think there's more. There was more soul in that in that first in some rap songs. There was more soul in, yeah. that, in that album. Um. Yeah, uh, I would. To be honest, I would. I would have. I would have to look up any other. Any other. Any other music. Everything else was was just like this. I would listen. I really just listen to podcasts in the same three songs. So it's just like you know, any any other like album. Yep. Like I like my artist of the year was Tuami because you know that's what I, that's what I listen to um, when I'm when I'm you know working when I'm creating. Uh, I listen to a I listen to a lot of Tuami this year. Um, Shit, hopefully he pulls back up to uh, press start. Yeah, that'd be that'd be great. Um, I don't even know why he was. I don't, I don't think he's from here, so I don't know why he was doing. I don't know why some of these people are like, "Go!" It's like you're not from here, but you, I guess they're stopping by, or whatever. Which is great that they come. Um, Bro, people know the fucking vibes. Yeah. Also, "Ballin" by Roddy Rich. If I can't name an album, yeah. an individual song, I swear. I still need to listen to that album. It was cool. It's good. It was cool. It was it was, it was, a, it was a decent album. People have been hyping it up, so I'm like, All right, I'll check it out. It's not like I hate him. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what it, what it was about that song, but um, maybe listen to Roddy Rich's album. Yeah, did check it out. Not you true. know what? I got, it's like I listened to the album. I was like, I was a little bit disappointed because I, I thought it would be a little bit more trap. Um, but it was very, it was very, very orchestral. It was very a lot of yeah, a lot of, it was ballad heavy. To be honest, I didn't I didn't mm-hmm. expect it to be ballad heavy, but then I saw that there was just like a small clip of Roddy Rich playing the piano. And rapping at the same time, I was like, I got it. He's about to be the greatest of all time. Like he's like, like flow wise, he's he probably has one of the best flows I've ever heard in my life. But the fact that he can, act, he has like musicality to the point where he can actually play an instrument at the same time, it one hundred percent made sense the way the why the album sounded the way he does because of who he is as an artist. And I feel like whatever album comes after this one, it's going to be absolutely amazing when he gets the resources. When he when, let's say, um, let's say when when Tyler fi- when Tyler finally got. Um, uh, or catch like yeah, I remember he said that he got uh, he was cool with uh, he finally met like Hans Zimmerman and so mm-hmm. he got he got access to Hans Zimmerman's like orchestra so we can do I think he did like the the Christmas album or whatever yeah. did some strings on his projects it's like, it's like that it's like he like Tyler always used like orchestral you know strings and stuff like that on his projects but now that he has access to like an actual like full orchestra and direct them the way that he wants to. His, like it's the sound kind of elevated. It got a little bit neater. So I I really cannot wait for Roddy Rich to be able to have the access to um, 
you i guess like more musicians so that he can really elevate like orchestral hip-hop because i feel like it's te- like it's teased it's teased here and there it's kind of like we almost like kind of like joke about it like when um chief keef feels like he, he's like chief, orchestral chief keef he does the songs in front of an orchestra it's kind of like laughed at but at the same time like i feel like that's a vein in hip-hop that can really really that's be just, touched yeah that's yeah. just dope like anytime a, a rapper or something performs with a live band in and of itself yeah. that's just great yeah. and you upscale that to a yeah, fucking so, orchestra so, yeah. so let's say there's a different artist who, so who creates with an or let's say a trap artist were to create with the orchestra in mind because at the same time who um lex luger like his like mm-hmm. lex luger his music is very very epic it's very it's like like if you've ever been to the philharmonic if you've ever seen a live performance of like a live orchestra then you know that there's certain songs that are like very emotional very epic feel them you feel them hard in the paint and it's basically harder to paint. It's the same. It's the exact same emotion. So you, have, you, have, you already have. It's like you already have artists who have this. Who already have like the innate understanding of like classical music, but it doesn't really. It's not maybe not the same. It's more so like, hey, they'll take these. You know, this four. They'll take this four bar measure and loop it. But at the same time, that four bar measure takes the emotion of an entire. You know. Yeah. entire symphony so let's say there's another artist who has more of that mindset yeah. and and be able has the resource to be able to create music like that i feel like that's really going to be absolutely incredible and elevate the genre into something that we honestly haven't seen before like it's always like i love hip-hop and it's always evolving into new things it can get yeah. really it can get really 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 dirty you know it can get really really offensive you can do this you can do that but at the same time it's i think that's it's the art yeah it's a, it's a true markers of like a like a core like a core genre of, is its ability to to morph into different types yeah. of music but at the yeah. same time hold its hold its core yeah. and i really appreciate it that righty rich is able to do that um as an artist oh, yeah. i love he, how you just said that yeah you know i remember righty rich he's a crip nigga from compton yes at the but, same time but grew up in it but like spent like five years in atlanta that's why he sounds like he makes music like oh Wait, it, you it, think it, he's from Atlanta. It makes that's like, why it really makes so much sense. So he has both these big influences on him at the same time. So I was like, okay, it's really interesting how he makes his music. Cause he still like raps like a Compton nigga. But his sound is his sound is so Atlanta. And yeah. like, he fuses the, those two sounds very well. As far as like uh rappers performing with symphonies or orchestras. Um you, Kanye West has a really good one when he raps in front of an orchestra for late registration. That's a great one. Um, yeah. Oh not- man, I can't. I can't imagine what it would be like to listen to. Um, what's that? What's the one song? That, I think it's like the intro to Eight and Heartbreaks. Can you imagine like that? Can you imagine like that album? Because it's, it's timpani. Uh-huh. I remember I was in the I was in the band when that when that album came out. That's basically you can get you, you can you basically basically just get a timpani with you could play that with the timpani and then live strings. It's like abs- it's my it would be absolutely mind blowing with like yeah. a choir. My goodness. Yeah, and Nas, he did um, Illmatic in front of a live orchestra a couple years ago for like his 20th anniversary or something yeah. like that. Is that on album? Is it recorded? I don't think it's recorded. You can watch, I think you can watch it all on, on YouTube if you want. And Jay-Z, he's been performing with a live band for yeah. the last couple of years. Like yeah. It's 444 tour. It was like a whole band, but it was like a live band section. Mm. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. And it was like, I don't know, y'all probably seen him. We go to a concert or just be in downtown Atlanta. A nigga that's always just playing the trombone. He's like, he'd just be randomly in downtown Atlanta, right? Mm-hmm. So he was there at the concert, 
And I remember seeing him when I walked in, like, damn, look at this nigga in with a trombone. This guy got AK. This nigga got AK in that bitch. Right? Because I, I don't remember seeing anybody check him, right? Yeah. And Jay's up there performing. I forget what song it was. This song's like off of 444. And Buddy just gets out into the middle of the crowd and just starts playing his trombone. And Jay's like, whoa, I've I've been performing for like 20 something. I ain't never seen no shit like this. Then he brought, never let a nigga in with a trombone. <laughs> and then he brought There's no opportunity. Yeah, and then he brought him on stage. And, Jay, and he was like playing as Jay Z was rapping. It, that was like a cool. I was like, oh my fucking god, what? Yeah. <laughs> like you only saw that if you were at that particular. Jay-Z, yeah, yeah. He was at that one Jay Z show for four forty four in Atlanta. Yeah. So I. Re- cool. Yeah. So yeah, looking looking towards the future, I really can't wait for hip hop to finally like really open its doors in the mainstream to like more musicality. Because like I, I know I do I do appreciate like I'm I'm still the type of person who appreciates um I still appreciate mumble rap because I understand where mumble mm-hmm. rap comes from. Like if you if you've ever been in a car, if you ever hotboxed the car and then somebody threw on a beat and you freestyle, yeah. then you like it unless you have unless you have that ingrained within you, then you wouldn't you would never understand mumble. Oh my God, you, memories. you would never if you've never if you've never had a, a backseat freestyle, then you would never understand mumble rap. So if anybody that says they don't like it, you just it's just something that you just never you just you were never in high school when that happened. You were never in middle school when that happened. Yeah. So, I, like I saw, yeah, appreciate for that. Cars in middle school. I mean, as you know, some people did. Some people did. <laughs> some people did. But I also, me personally, it was high school when you know, mom, yeah. you know, you, you know, smoking, and then somebody throws in a beat and they rapping, and it doesn't work all the way, but it's still, but it's still extra hard. Yeah, that's mumble rap. Like that's. It's, I see what you mean. It's an entire like it's an entire like mumble rap was a culture first, and then. They tr- it translated as like oh yeah we can actually do this because it's the we same make some money from this yeah because it's it's essentially this it's essentially the same feeling of you being in a car with them getting high it's just, it's the exact same thing so I understand mumble rap yeah um hmm. also I listen to this band called Men I Trust it's another band that Man I, re- I trust Men, or Midnight Men I trust Men I trust okay. Men I trust was is a band um is an indie band it's an oxymoron. <laughs> there's, a, there's, they a, do. there's a song called um show me how they came out and they dropped another album um, a band called men i trust yes has a song called show me how yeah. is it a group of women <laughs> it's front line is front fronted by a one woman in other, in other, uh, other yeah. pretty funny okay that makes but sense. yeah it's, it's it's just one of those um like if you listen to home shake but it's like it's led by a woman so you don't want to punch them in the face because I, I definitely <laughs> i don't know why i don't know why home shake why you want to yeah. punch him in the I face i want to punch that dude in the face <laughs> are we all trying to punch him in the face listen to I his music join the group. Like, I, I, like i like it i like it but it's just like he just sounds like somebody that will just <sighs> but yeah i really it's like really you it's have like, such a punchable face <laughs> this voice right. i guess oh you have a punchable voice Damn. Yeah, like if if you're into if your face is pretty punchable. No, oh. I don't I don't remember what it looks like, but uh, but if you're but if you're into um I guess like if you're into like smooth jazz but also indie then Men I Trust is definitely uh, a band. It's it's like it's really 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 that's, jazzy. That's, that makes. that's my line of what I like. Yeah, it's it's real. It's like real, jazz. real cool, real jazzy music. And another um another song that I, I think I overplayed this year was Untitled by. Uh, Kate Bollinger, um, you would you would just have to listen to it. I really I really can't explain. Um, but I did I discovered a lot of bands, um, a lot of female bands this year. So it was a good to me. It was it was a good it was a good year um, a good year of music. Okay, uh, I'll go next. So, so excuse, excuse me. Um, Your voice is so deep. Continue. I know, right? You got the flu, dog. You good? I don't have the flu. He's talking real close to that mic. I feel bad for anybody coming out to him. I'm not even. 
All right, so I'll start with my honorable mentions because I would feel remiss if I didn't mention these albums because I, I really did love them. But we only had seven spots. So uh, Rick Ross, Part of Miami 2. Okay. Quintessential Rick Ross album. It's, a rare, I think Ross has 11 albums. This is a top five Rick Ross album. Hmm. Uh, I Still Pray. It's actually from uh, Yellow Beezy and Eight. What's the nickname? That one nigga. Dog. <laughs> dog. That one dog nigga? No, it was like dog. Dog nigga. <laughs> I was, I was like confused. Hold Yo, up. do you see the animation? I had to Google him. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yo, dog nigga, the animation was absolutely. It's called dog nigga? No, it's a webcomic no, called dog it's, nigga. It's, I'm going to watch that. Uh, I still pray speech on YFN, YFN Lucy on um, Ball Greasy. Ball greasy, ball greasy, yeah. Ball greasy. And ball greasy. God, and ball when you get out of the shower, you use too much shea butter. <laughs> no, too much coconut oil. That shit is just coming down. No, and ball greasy spits on that song. That's like if I had to pick a song, like it's so many, like so many other that songs you like pick off that ass album. Chicken. But it's like a song that just really impressed me off that. Uh, still, I pray for the uh, uh, Wale. Wow, that's crazy. It's not even saying we're quintessential, but like. If you use to give someone a, if you don't like Wale, or if you never listened to or heard a Wale album or Wale music, I'll give you this album. Like, all right, start here and then work backwards. Because mm. this is everything Wale is, almost perfected. And if you understand this, you understand everything else he's trying to do in his music. And I heard the first song on that, Sue Me. So it's an amazing song. Top five song of the year, in my personal opinion. Um, Some Walker, Over It. Mm. I could introduce me to Summer Walker. Yeah, I, no lie. I couldn't uh, find it in myself to download the album, but I will play. I play this album so much. And if you look at my apples, um, why couldn't you download it? I just couldn't download it. Like I didn't think I listened to it that much until I looked at my Apple Music's um, top ten albums. No they reason. Give you, I, that? you physically couldn't download it. No, as a, I never thought I'd go back. Where is that? I it, it had a link. Like you you just kept you just kept playing it, but it's yeah. like yeah, because I don't honestly. I never thought I yeah. never I never thought I actually like liked the album that much until I saw my Apple Music's top ten albums of the year. And I looked, and it was like now number nine most played album. And I was like, oh my god, I listened to this album that much. That's really cool. But every it has it's this great sound of like when I put it on, I listen to the whole thing. It's never like I the, my favorite song that's come through. Now you just start there, and it's like all right, I put start like over, and it's played all the way through. So I was like, that's a that's a great album. Sister girl, give me a vibe. Um, Kaytranada's Bubble, uh, best song on there. Well, my favorite song on there is Go DJ. It just came out. Well, I just started listening to it, so I couldn't really put it on my list, but it's a great album. Um, Free Nationals album, Free Nationals. Um, I couldn't pick between Gidget and Shibuya, but I've been waiting on this Free Nationals album. Since Malibu, because you know Malibu, yeah, that's an Anderson Pop. It's an Anderson Park and the Free Nationals album, and we got multiple Anderson Park albums. Yeah, so it's hearing what the Free Nationals are, but like what they would do is really interesting. And uh, Gidget is actually the song featuring Anderson Park. It's the only song where he's like the main feature. Mm-hmm. And he's actually singing and rapping. Gidget. On. Yeah, Gidget. And uh, yeah, the whole album is just great. Let's go listen to Free Nationals. Let's go listen to it. Uh, IDK, Is He Real? Alone in December. Two best songs on it. Well, two of my favorite songs on it. Uh, Boogie, Everything's For Sale. Uh, I didn't know I liked the album as much as I did, but again, looking at my Apple Music's top 10 list, it was like number 10, most played album of the year. And I was like, all right, I know I must like it. I went back and listened to it the other day. I was like, oh, no, I remember. 
there's nothing about this album that stands out, but I just really like it, if that makes sense. Uh, Skydive 2, and then Tyler created Igor, for obvious reasons. Earthquake. Earthquake <laughs> speaks to me. You made my earthquake? Yeah. But uh, as far as my top seven albums for the year, uh, Freddie Gibbs' Bandana. I've been waiting on this album since Cocaine Pinata. So to finally get it this year, and for it to live up to all the hype I needed it to live up to, man, uh, Palm Olive, Crime Pays, and Cataracts. You can't, you can't go wrong. Like I don't. In the year 2019, I don't know if you can name a better rapper than Freddie Gibbs. Like bar for bar, with everything you want a rapper to do, I don't know if you can name a better rapper than Freddie Gibbs. You know. Um, Benny the Butcher, the plugs I met. Was that just what I just said about Freddie Gibbs? Benny the Butcher is probably my new favorite rapper. As of right now, it started in like 2018, but moving to 2019, like, oh yeah, solidify. He's like my favorite rapper right now. So, um, the plugs I met: 18 Wheeler, five to fifty. I took the money to the plug house. It's a uh, it's only an EP, it's only like six or seven songs on there. So like, listen, just listen to the whole thing. It's only like twenty minutes long. But yeah, uh, all these on eighteen wheel has a great verse from Pusha T. Five to fifty is like a part two of the song called India. He had on an earlier mixtape, and it's like how Benny is so intricate with his albums. And once you become like a real fan, like oh, I see what you're doing here. Like uh, Tana Talk Three, he has a line that said, uh, "Everyone keeps saying they they get tired of me talking about the drugs I stretch. So by next time, I'm gonna talk about the plugs I met." Then he drops a make. Then he drops his EP, the plugs I met. So like, okay, if you didn't listen to Tana Talk Three, you won't get the the meaning behind this album. And on the earlier song, he has Fifty, where he's he's rapping about um his his wife, India, and in that part he. Uh, it took my girl Andy who took the ride with me. We went down so we took we turned five to fifty. So now on the plugs I met, he has a song called Five to Fifty, where he's rapping about India. So on the song Indy, he's rapping about how the things some of his wife went through to get there and how she took these uh, drug plays with him. And now on the plugs I met, he's making a song for her about like how he held her down on five to fifty. So it's like, okay, just seeing him, seeing this. Now I can't wait for his next project. See the things he left in this one for clues in his next album. You feel me? Like the intricacies of it's just as a nigga that's really into rap. I, I love shit like that. You know. Um, my next album will be Rhapsody Eve. I. It's like the her tap album. Like all those, you say her tap. Her tap. Album? They really don't. Oh they really don't get God. enough appreciation. I've, I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple of her tap memes, yeah. but not enough. Not enough. We need I'm more. So behind. I just. Oh, I'm so behind her tap. Oh. But it's everything you love about. <coughs> like if you, the whole every track on the album is named after a black woman, and it like it signifies like the essence of what they what they are like. Um. My three, three, three favorite songs are uh, Maya. You know, guys, about Maya Angelou. Hook is like, talk about, uh, I, uh, I don't want to be no bird in a cage. You know, represent her, like, her own. 
uh, Sojourners, she's on the Truth, of course, that's that feature with J. Cole. And Iman has, is a uh, Sir and J.I.D. Like, all the, all three of those songs, just like, wow. Like, it's, it's great. If you were into, it made me look at my relationships with black women in a different light, you feel me? Because it's a black woman rapping about what she wants and needs from a from black man, and it's like okay, we are strong, we are this, we are that, but we are valuable. You need to value us, and even though I feel like I do, it made me look at myself in a different way. Like, all right, what am I doing? You know, can I do more for my black woman out there? You feel me? Um, little brother made a little watch. Uh, sitting alone, the feel and everything. This is like my first real like little brother album. I ever like really, really sat down and listened to. So like seeing this, the reason it made my top seven is like seeing this made me like, okay, I get all the hype. I get why all y'all love little brother. I never really got it before. I kinda never took the time to go back and listen to the Minstrel Show, but if it's anything like this, like, oh man. Yeah, Little Brother deserves to be big in the underground, a big however big one name though, right? So yeah. I'm glad this album came up, so it introduced me to like another group for me to go back and dig dig in the crates. But you feel me? Um, the game Born to Rap is recent, so I didn't necessarily want to like put it on my list. But the game has never dropped a bad album, and it's 25 tracks, and it's long and it's kind of tedious to get through. But it's not a it's not a bad track on the album. It's songs you gonna left off, but they're not bad songs, you know. So, uh, Gold Daytonas, which is uh, this album was executive produced by uh, Don, Don Kennedy. So, uh, on the Yellow album, he had a song, uh, Gold Alpinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Gold Daytonas is like it's almost like a part two. Welcome Home has a feature from Nipsey Hustle, R.I.P. The game really, the game really did this thing, and it's a great Nipsey Hustle verse, too. So, he kind of cheated with that. And then the code was actually featuring 21 Savage. And I like how the beat switches because at first it's like the whole album's kind of soulful. And it's the game showing all of his influences, how everything influenced him, and how he's a great rapper. And how he essentially is like, yeah, now I know I'm influencing everybody else. So, you know, having that in it, and then that's one particular song. He's talking about how he's cool with all the young niggas, whatever, right? And 21 Savage just on the hook. So it's like so, and then the beat switches, and it's more comes more trappy, and then Twenty One Savage comes in, and it's like he's not even really monotone. He's giving you emotion. He's kind of switching up his flow a little bit. And it's like oh, seeing the jump Twenty One made from his last album, like just rapping to this, it's like oh, okay, now I'm ready for the next Twenty One project. You feel me? Uh, yeah. So go like diaspora. This album, like his last album, uh, at what cost? It was an album based all in uh, about DC, so every artist on it was a, was from DC. Um, it took different parts of the different parts of the city or the district, however you want to quantify it. This album takes that same concept but globalizes it. Yeah, every song is about a different country or different black people in a different space, all over. Right? Loved it. And like, there's no situation. Where I feel like I can't put this album on. You with your girl, put on this album. You in the car by yourself, put on this album. You got a kickback, put this album on. Like, it's just so versatile. And I just kind of kept going back to it, kept going back to it. Every playlist I made this year, 
I've used a song off of this album. So like, yeah. I had to, had to put it. And my last album is Anderson Park, Ben Short. That was also this year. Yeah. It's top of the year. It uh <clears throat> did everything I needed it to do. Like it what Yeah, it, it was the other half of um Oxnard. And I had I won Oxnard. If you combine Oxnard and Ventura, you get everything you want. Mm-hmm. But this is everything I didn't get from Oxnard, that's why I loved it so much more. You know? Like the first song on there, um uh Come Home, one hundred fifty thousand, it was just like yeah, this is what it's like a nice, soulful like R and B album. It's like, okay, this he isn't doing funk, he isn't doing other this is Anderson Park like just pleading with his wife about their relationship and wanted to wanted things to work and like trying to work things out. Like that's the whole point of this album. And I because <laughs> of recent things. It's like, oh yeah, I've been going back to this album a lot more, you feel me? And um yeah, uh come home, make it better. You know, what can we do? Like, all these were just great, great songs. And I kind of advised my top seven where if, if I, like, seven albums that I would feel, like, kind of define my year. <coughs> or, like, if these, if I didn't listen to these seven albums this year, I would have a problem. You feel me? Like, damn, I missed this. Fuck, you feel me? Yeah. That's how I kind of listed it. And all my honorable mentions, like, I, I, if I listen to these albums next year, two years, three years from now, I just been glad that I heard them, but if I missed these albums in this time, I'd be like, "Dang, why did I miss them?" You feel me? Yeah. So that's that's kind of my rationale for this year. Yeah, it just reminded me how much that I didn't listen to. Yeah, a lot of stuff. Like I just, there's like there's I listen like I listened to a couple albums, but none none of them really. There's probably one other album that stuck with me, but I mean, if I can't remember it right now, then it probably wasn't that important. Yeah, like Schoolboy Q's album Crash Talk. Still haven't listened to it. Yeah, it's my it was my third most listened to album of the year. I haven't listened to it since. Oh, I don't wow. know. I don't know how long. And I really loved that album when it came out. Like I love that album. But it just cuts. It came out so early on. It cuts about the year. You feel yeah. me? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's probably the main thing. Like, if an album comes out too early, can it last a whole year? Like, Bandana came out a while ago. I still going back to it. The Plugs of Met came out a long time ago. I still going back to it. That's why I didn't put Solange on it because I loved it for in the time period. But as the year come out, I just didn't find myself going back to it as much. And I know it's a great album. And if I go and if it comes on the you know, on shuffle. I was like, oh, dang, now go go put the album on. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. like I'm not even gonna lie. The spot of this, this anything you're a spot of hellish reminded me how much I love that album because I let it because like I listened to it a bunch, then I let it go, and then here and there, you know, we got you got to let Almeida play here and yeah. there. You got to let Gerard play. Also, Gerard and the Bins is probably the greatest thing that ever happened to me yeah. musically. Yeah. yeah, it's like supremely underrated. Yeah, my skins, my logo, still yes, still hits. Uh, Sassy Drip. Yeah. Do you want to go? You want me to go? I'll go because mine's not going to be that long. Anyways. Okay. <clears throat> so, I'm so happy that you told me, when I say you, I mean Julian, told me about the replay on Apple Music because I was going to say some albums and I'm like, maybe did I listen to these a lot? And now I'm looking at the list it's like, yeah, I listened <laughs> to these a, a shit ton. So, I would probably say... And it's funny because, you know, these two people, these band and this person are in the same group. So 
I know this album came out early last year or late last year, but Hive Mind is one of the albums that I listen to all year. Mm-hmm. There's out there's songs on that album that really speak to me. Um certain things that Sid says, and it's always just really nice to hear a female's voice saying things that you want to say. Yes. And it's it's just like it, it just sounds it just sounds good. So that's one of my albums in this year I had bought a... Did you go? Say what you going to say. No. So, <coughs> back in high school, Madrid told me one time, in front of the entire class, yeah, you know what, Ashton? You're a lesbian. I was like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, you're a lesbian. This is a different time. Because <laughs> you're emotional. You're a lesbian, but you're trapped in a man's body. So it's cool. So everything is having to work out great for you. <laughs> And I was like, what? I can see that. Right? Right? So listening to Sid, I was like, oh, man, does she, does she speak to my inner lesbians? She does, doesn't she? Yes. It feels good, no lie. Especially when she gets uh, still misogynistic. Yes. Yep. Representation. It's You have to have it, because if you've listened to this podcast and you've listened to me speak, then you know I'm slightly misogynistic. I, you know, I kind of wish I wasn't, but it is what it is. So it's like... You like Anderson Puck. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I remember one time, I forget what song was playing, and the, you know, the groove is always nice, the vibe is good, and my mom's visiting, she's, you know, ooh, what's this song? And then she listens to the lyrics, she was like, what the fuck are you listening to? I know the song. I know the song. Because like a first when you first listen to And wrote a split at the same damn time. You ain't live like a no. That little bitch this fine. No, if you don't mind, if I call you a bitch. It's cause you're my bitch. <laughs> I won't let nobody else call you a bitch. No one will see the problem. Come on, fam. If I call you a trick, it's cause you pay rent. Hey, goddamn. You know, it's just it's so true. I thought he was a nigga with a slick back and that when I heard it, I was like, damn, this nigga, he has to have a slick back. Like That's how two and Yeah. And he's been married this entire Yeah, I was like uh, I was joking around with uh, one of our friends. We was having this conversation like, yeah, man, he had to make this the uh, adventure. He had to make that album. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been calling his wife a bitch for like seven years. Oh was man, like, like, this he, was, is, this he is, wasn't talking about her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he wasn't talking about her. It was like, oh man, this is this is like his apology album. Like, oh, uh, right. that was the apology. I'm sorry, baby. Nah. You mean it? You know what? But give it. You know, it's just playing. I tell it though, because it's like for real. When someone Unless says certain things it. like that, it's like it reminds me of like almost like a black exploitation movie in a way, like. It's, and this is going to sound horrible, but, you know, the pimp slaps the hoe in the face and it's comic relief. We shouldn't laugh now, but at the time, there's a laugh track and it's funny. Oh, so it's like a, it's the same thing to me in a way, huh? I said, did you see Queen and Slim? I did not see Queen and Slim. Oh, I mean, that, that was a scene in the movie. Oh, no, I didn't see it. But it's on my list. Maybe. I have like some qualm, like some, I don't oh, know. I don't know how I feel about it yet. But um, anyway, so Hive Mind is number one. I Still listen to that, but um, for my girlfriend's birthday, not for her birthday, for Christmas, I got her a record player, and I got her, well, I got me. <laughs> I got it for her, but I really got it for me. I got, I got your the, record player, but I got me I got some, some records. <laughs> so I got the Hive Mind album nice. on Amazon. It, and Very it's, nice. It's big, and like... Is, or is it you get the orange one? No, I got the actual, the one from the... Uh, the white background. Oh no! But I mean the, the actual, re- the actual, uh, the record, the vinyl. What yes. Color, what color is it? It's oh no! The record itself is black. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. 
Is that like some special edition or something? Yeah, I think this is special. It's either clear or orange. That would be fucking dope. I don't know. I'm actually having some problems with this record player because it's skipping a little bit at the beginning. And I'm like, this is brand new. The needle's new. The record's fresh. It should, you know, it should be fine. But anyways, and I got her the Illmatic um, special edition because that's her favorite album. Hmm. Personally, never listened to that album, which I kind of want to continue to not listen to it so I can talk shit about it. But when she listen to it, you have to stop. Exactly. So I can't, like, I have to, like, keep that keep over that to the energy. side. Like, yeah. she keeps playing shit, and I'm just like, turn that bullshit off. No one listens to Nas. And then everyone's like, how dare you? It's Nas. Like, fuck that nigga. But whatever. So <laughs> after that one, it would be Steve Lacey. And I know this album came out two years ago, but it's still plays the like demo? yes oh yeah things is like if mm. i need a vibe no lie watching little and when they had that fucking face and she said sister girl play me a vibe it's like that's what i want sometimes i'm like play me a vibe just need put that album girl? on i fucking need me a sister girl so bad with the waves and the good baby hair like and when i mean good baby hair, i just mean slick back not like ooh, sister girl tuesdays i mean sister girl tuesdays that's a savannah thing why are you throwing stuff? I'm not. I'm not from here. Every time we had a sister girl, I think Tuesdays. Uh, it was like one spot that had sister girl Tuesdays. Sister girl Tuesdays. Wait, yeah. did they do sister girl curls? What are you talking about? They no, were just saying no, black like, girls it, come here. Yeah, it was like their, their night. Hey, black woman, this is your night on Tuesdays. Wait, we get in for free? Yeah, but we always should get in for free. Sure, right? I mean, dudes. I never went, so it was like you know, it wasn't it wasn't for me. Is that what it we, wasn't for we me? We were kids. Yeah. When they were talking oh, about when this that is shit. happening, like you can't just like let me go check out Sister Girl Tuesdays. Who the fuck going out on Tuesday? Now that I think about it, Club going up. There was a whole song about it on a Tuesday. One song. It's not but multiple it, songs, but it better resonated with but a lot you, of people. But you know which club McConaughey <laughs> was going to on a Tuesday? Blue Family, the gay one. Yes. The gay clubs are open on Tuesday? No, McCone is gay. Oh, I don't know that. I don't know him. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, all gays know each other by like two or three people. Gays connect. We do. I, I mean, I don't know about, I mean, I don't know about the gay guys, but I know the lesbians. Like you. Lesbians connect. You have like two people in between someone had sex. You can just like kind of like, <laughs> you know, like you kind of like connect. It's like the L word where you can just like connect the dots like you, you just need one hoe like that connects somebody. everybody. The one Shane, if anybody ever watched that word. But anyways, so Steve Lacey is up there. There's a band called Foreign Exchange. Yes. Mm-hmm. And they have a song called June. Mm. And, you know, instrumental. I love that song. Like, I really not listen to a lot of their stuff, but that's one song that's like top on my like songs of replay. Um it's the same thing with um Imani Omar. Imani Omar? Yeah, he has a song, um, Addiction. Addicted. I think it's addiction. But it's just uh um instrumental. And I when I made a playlist, I put those together because it's just like I can just listen to those two songs back to back on a loop. I'm wondering, is Imani I'm thinking, is it the same guy that produces with uh THC, which did a lot with um what's the name? Overdose. Oh, I like love overdose. Yeah, it's pretty oh. much. It was for, like he was the producer. Like, he, like, he was like the main producer for THC, and THC pretty much did the sound for overdose. Which song? 
There's their overall sound. Yeah. Like, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's like the song. There's like Lauren London. Yeah. Oh, I remember Lauren London. Like everybody knows. Like everybody knows. Hiroshima. Yeah, that was. That was one of my favorite. I'm not the bomb. I'm not the bomb. Hiroshima. Like that was hot shit. Hiroshima. Like that. Like you can't even get those anymore on Apple Music. But there was a time where like. That's all me and my sister listened to for a good while was a lot of overdose. Yeah, you throw uh, some overdose, smoke. Yeah, uh, and that's just kick it. And it's the best that's college. Honestly, just go on YouTube and put autoplay on and type in overdose. Yeah, and you just get let, the album. Yeah, and just let like all their music videos and stuff play. It's like, mm-hmm. oh man, this is a whole aesthetic that I wish I got into a lot earlier than I did. Oh man, mm. yeah. I didn't get into overdose until like. The sophomore year of college oh, oh yeah oh man i was listening that summer because the internet came out and that whole summer we just listened to because of the internet and um that overdose mixtape yeah Boom. yeah yeah i wish i got deeper yeah. into that lifestyle man it was a good time yeah that shit had me wishing i was stayed out in fucking yeah. la yeah because because yeah. the, the cover was like the most epic like house party it was mm-hmm. yes and it was funny because it's like um i like okay so i forget it's one song they did with pharrell and um, Overdose did with Pharrell and it was uh, I forget what the song was but they actually did a video Pharrell wasn't in it because I was like is Pharrell gonna be in this video because like oh shit they coming mainstream they got right. Pharrell doing beats and bigger. shit was it Rich Wife it, it was too it was, yeah it, it was, was, it, was, it, was, it, was. Too, it was too much space between the two uh, projects yeah, yeah. the boom it had, had all the hype behind them and they never yeah. dropped something right what after that was this shit 2008 no it was the first no it uh, had to be after that the first the no, first the name of the project oh I was like the album that's on Apple was on Apple? No, Boom, Boom was the project <laughs> after the first project. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a long gap between that first project, then it was Boom, yeah. and then their album came out like three years later. Really? It took that much long after that one? Yeah. yeah so, so yeah. it was just like, they just never To be honest, they I, never thought they, I thought they lost it. for Because Boom, I felt like Boom didn't put them in the place that they should have been based on what the first, what the, what the, what the uh, expectation was after the first project. So let's say if they dropped it maybe a year, let's say if they dropped oh, it man. a year, even two years after that first mm-hmm. project, I felt like they would have catapulted them to where they needed to be for Boom, but it was just that 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 pause was just but way boom, too long. Boom was nuts though. But it, I feel like the sound that they were go- the sound that they had for that just it was just on the tail. It was just like on the tail end of house that. party. That was my song. Yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at it. Real fast I remember and I'm just that. Like, whole, I remember just yeah. any any kickback that I I got control of the music for. Yeah, I would just do whatever whatever. Just throw on that album and it's 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 on. Oh, killer tofu. Goddamn. Yeah, killer yeah. tofu. <laughs> I mean, like if anybody watched Doug. Yeah, and you know a, what's up. The beats, and it was just like that. There are certain shows, like so. I would say, like Hey Arnold had, like Dino Spumoni, which was like Dean Martin, and he was singing right. like certain songs. Who's, and it, it who's be- the name of the, the Latin singer? I saw your face and wow. Oh. And then I took a vow <laughs> that we'd be together. It, it just was 2008. That's the meaning of eternity. Yo, I know what you're talking about. I don't know what Dream, that you're is. right. The album was called 2008. I saw, I saw no. your yeah. face. There. Can we Google this real quick? Hey, wow. <laughs> no. I remember. What? Yeah. 20- was that from. That was Hey Arnold. That was Hey Arnold? Yeah. Boom came out in 2013. Their album. Then come up to 2017. Wow, it's four years. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, yeah the group's 2017. It's, in the mixtape, they're like, "Yeah, album's on the way." Yeah, <laughs> you can't take a four, like, if you're like a, four years, that's a whole fucking president. You can't. Do, like, you can't, you can't yeah. do that. You just can't do that. I mean, sure, you can technically. Yeah, 
But you can't do that. Yeah, if you're trying to blow. If you if you're actually trying to do something, then mm-hmm. no, you can't do it. Unless you went to jail, then maybe. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> <laughs> And it's like they <laughs> I love watching people do that. <laughs> they just move their torso but their head stays still. <laughs> It also says it's funny you mentioned foreign exchange because this, the lead singer uh, is Fonte from Little Brother. Fonte Lago. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's the he does. He's also in foreign exchange, and then the producer. Oh. The producer he's like, yeah. The reason they call foreign exchange, he really lives like in Europe somewhere. He's like, yeah, I've only met him like three times. Like, yeah, ever. they like, only all, met once, and it was all through email. Yeah, it's like all their stuff. He just sent me beats. I sing over them, and we have a group, and everything works out fine. But like actually in person meeting. Just the one, yeah. for each, like for each album you you meet. No, no they had albums either. out and they've never met. Yeah, never met. They only wow. really so met like one time. They released entire projects and never meet. Yeah, yeah. never met. Yeah. Like, they they like, like, like the Lena Baraz and you know, I think it's like they kind of just worked out fine. Oh, okay. The way it is, you yeah. Know? Well, I mean, like Lena Baraz and that they never met. No, what? I thought they were like this. I thought they were like you know on the phone. You remember when you used to text? Because she had those beats. How close she used to be? He had those beats out, and then like she just sung over him. Wow! And then that shit dropped, and it was like, yeah, this is fresh. And then eventually everybody's like, all right, fuck Dalamashes. We just want to lean up us. Yeah, pretty much. That was that kind of sucked for the producer, not for her. It's like if you like foreign exchange and you want to listen to some nice '90s music. Listen to Sweetback. Have you guys heard of Sweetback? Sweetback is the band for Sade, correct? Yeah. Okay. Ah. Anyways, they have. I thought the band was just Sade. No. No. That was another band. I mean, it's because I remember there was a Sade band with her as the lead singer. It's basically the same thing. So, so so it's like I actually read I read this in a Fader article, Sade's uh, Fader um, article back in like the early two thousands. When is that still circulating? I, I can I can send you a copy. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> She's so my favorite. I read, so I read, I read an interview and it's basically the the origins of like the origins of like uh, the Sade um, the Sade band and it's like mm-hmm. it's basically she was basically she was in she was like kind of like background kind of singing and then the band eventually you know bands like hey people leave people you know do this this and that and then eventually they got to the point where it's like Sade okay you're the main act and then the people who are actually the the sound of the i guess like the sound of the band mm-hmm. um they it's like they all worked together and it was like that was her band but then um eventually when they started to do their when they wanted to do their own things there was like this that was the sound that they went and produced for other people because they did maxwell's um it was the hangout suite though yeah his first album his first like maxwell's uh till like till the cops come that's sweet till the cops come now like they did they actually did urban uh, hang suite urban hang suite they have another they did another um another album for somebody else but i can't remember um but yeah like sweet back that is like her that is like basically her sound you know now that you say that it's like listening to a lot of urban hang suite growing up it makes sense now it's like especially that song makes a lot of sense nice smooth jazzy Sometimes you don't even know it's Maxwell singing. Yeah, it could be like you know anybody until he hits his falsetto. It's like okay, shit, that's Maxwell. But um, that makes that oh, man, that's all. Just like uh, if you like them, then go back and listen to Sweetback because oh yeah. Also, if that's like, something that I would add to. If you like Sweetback, listen to Incognito as well. Ooh, I'm gonna Google them. Did you ever check out Cocaine Eighties? No, no. It was a uh, No oh, ID, no. the producer, and James Fauntleroy. There was, was so it, much. Was there was so much singer? hype around that. That was just like just. I hated the name to be honest. Cocaine. 80s. I was just like that's so hype beast. Whatever. Cocaine eighties. I'm not listening to that. 
It was probably it was probably good because I heard like James Fonderoy, he's like a great you know yeah. songwriter. You know what I hate? No, it doesn't have anything to do with this. But I hate when people like be asking you about advice. Should I stay with my boyfriend who sells a whole bunch of dope? And I just be like, why are you asking me this? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like he has money. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I he got what... disposable income. Why not? I was just like, he got a whole house and he just sell dope out the house? All she got to do is take a charge for him. Sounds about right. But anyway, so um, them, 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 and the other people's. Like I said, Steve Lacey, like I said, creates a vibe for moi. And then there's just certain songs that I've listened to a lot. So Anderson Pac, Reaching Too Much. Reaching Too Much. That's that's my Anderson Pac song. Yeah. Because mwah. it's like... It's at least two songs in one song. Yeah. Like, I'm getting a little bit of everything that I want from him. You're giving me all of it in this song. Yes. Yeah, and it's it's the same thing with uh, Solange's new album. (laughs) It's like, I listened to the new album, and I enjoyed it a lot, but all it made me want to do is go back and listen to her, the album before, A Seat at the Table. Mm -hmm. So it was like, I was listening to it, and I'm just like, I like this vibe, and I like the fact that that's the point of her music or her albums is from beginning to end. You're supposed to play it that way. So it's like, it's I get one, it's it. just one, it's just one long song to be honest. Yeah. So it's like, I like that. But then sometimes I'm just like, if I'm cleaning or like doing something where I'm not really paying that much attention to what I'm listening to, I would put that the newest album on. But if I'm like in my feelings and I want to hear something that speaks to me, I'm going to put a seat, a seat at the table on. So that's like, it just really made me go back and listen to her old stuff. Yeah. A Seat at the Table, that's like her heavy album. And yeah. when I get home, that's her like, I'm happy. I'm manifesting yeah. what I want. Yeah. A seat at the table. I'm not there yet. Yeah. A seat at the Table is always about the pain. But I'm still there. You, you as black people go through it. Then right. when I get home, it's like, all right, I did all this. Mm-hmm. Now I can relax. relax. Take my it, makes you, it makes you feel good yeah. Ooh, to be black. God damn, yeah. Madrid. You sure right. You unbutton that top butt. Take that bra off. Who good guy? Good guy. And then, you know. Um, <laughs> That's the sound of Facebook. Right? <laughs> That's your boobs coming out. <laughs> Them nipples touch your belly button. Mm-mm. That's not good. <laughs> so um that's that slapping sound. Y'all thought somebody was slapping ass. That was them titties on that stomach. Now it's not on that ass. I cannot. I'm thinking about stuff. That's why I can't. I was like, I want to say what I'm thinking, but I can't. But um, I listen to eight hours of Spice Girls, which I'm not surprised. You've been pushing the Spice Girls agenda <laughs> all podcasts, all forty four plus episodes. Just get into the pop music, you know, glitter, lights, and fun. This is sometimes you just need to not listen and just dance. And sometimes if I want like some good dance music, I'm gonna put on the Spice Girls. But then, like I said before, you guys have never heard of Peaches, but there's an album that she has called X. XXX Peaches and it came out in 2000. It's an electronic album, but she has a song. Is it like Kesha Electronic or? No, 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 no. It's like Deep House, Techno. Yeah, it puts me in the mind. Like, it's there's not a heavy beat to it. You know, it's like, um, I really don't know how to explain it, but it's called The Teachers of Peaches and it's called um, AAXXXX. And she says, I got triple A's doing double X. And that's pretty much what she's saying. <laughs> it's a lot. It's really dirty. Like, it's x-ray. You should not play this at work. But it's like, 
It puts you in a vibe. Whatever vibe you fucking looking for, Peaches will put you in that fucking vibe. So, was that okay. kind of so cool. it's a fucking vibe. It's a fucking vibe. I mean, she has songs on here called like Literally. Diddle My Skittle. You know, that's exciting. Um, Fuck the Pain Away. That's Come also on. exciting. I wonder what that's about. Hot Ride. You know, Lover Tits. Great song. So there's certain. Love her tits or love her tits? Her no, tits. not love her tits. Lover Tits. Huh. Hmm. I mean, it's a vibe, you, right? You could, you know. If that was a video ways. game, I'd play it. Uh, if it was some, yeah, anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any, <laughs> anyways. Anywho. Um, I've been on this, I keep saying Bob a lot, because like, I have no other words. It's the word of the year. It is. Yeah, what, how did that it come is. back around? Uh, at first, it starts off ironically, and then it gets less and less ironic. The more continuing it uses. Uh, that makes sense. That meant, yeah. Like, we used to make, it's like, remember we used to make fun of people who used to vibe say that's check. a vibe? And then it's like, it gets too funny to the point where if you, if you can laugh while saying it, then it becomes truth. <laughs> Horrible. So true. Anyway, so, yeah. Um, there's certain songs, you know, that play in movies when people are doing things. So, a lot of times in, like, teen movies where the girl is, you know... I'm um what's the word? I'm gonna hack. And I'll use that word really loosely because you know, television hacking is like a whole nother level. It's like not real. Exactly. I mean So like they slide <laughs> over and they're just like and there's like this type of beat going on in the background. It's rushing it's music? Exactly. This, the Matrix soundtrack? I mean it's not even the Matrix soundtrack because I was listening I was watching Fast and Furious, Hobbs versus Shaw, which is trash. <laughs> but I was watching and oh, that a movie song? actually happened. I thought it, it was literally- a, I thought it was a fever dream. I thought that shit was like Nobody talked about it. Madrid. So I I was like, okay, I was at the Publix. Z Publix. Z Publix. Le Publix. And I was there. That was like late public hair. Late public hair. All I can think about is those dickheads that come in and try to order like a coffee or croissant. And I'm like, bro, come oh, on. You like, a croissant? Can I get a... Publix? Excuse me. No, no, this was that redacted. You're like, oh, excuse okay. me, sir. Can I have a croissant? And I'm they like, do the same. Like, that's what I got. Somebody, like, goes, somebody goes to Publix and says, well, can I get a croissant? <laughs> a croissant. I want to slap them they with the goddamn croissant. That's what pisses me off. Croissant. 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 I'd be like, why are you saying it like that? You fucking from Georgia. It's croissant. Croissant. <laughs> Can I get a croissant? Croissant. Croissant. Anyways, I forgot what I was talking about. Oh, it, mm. so I'm at Publix and I was like, ooh, let me just get a movie. And Baggage. I got Sean, not Sean. What's that nigga name? Hobbs and Shaw. Anyway. Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> Sean, Brandon. You oh, know. it is. It's not even good trash. You know how like the explosions and all of the other shit can like take up for the fact that this movie is trash? Was was it like some Redbox shit? Or? Yeah, I got it from Redbox. It was fucking... It was horrible. Don't but get to the red box. In between the shit, get I shazammed the song that I now listen to all the time. They don't have a actual profile. I don't even. It's just a random song. Yeah, it's like Ashton Wilde. Anyways, but it's a girl, so I mean, no offense. And it's called Next Level. It's like the bet, like the girl is leaving wherever the fuck she's leaving. She's. On her spy mission, Ooh. walking through the city, and this mm. is the beat in the background. Yeah. And it's like, damn. Some A1 walking well, I'm music. I'm riding to work, <clears throat> and I'm in this mode, you know, chain smoking my cancer sticks. This is stop. the song. I mean, I'm trying to stop before my 30th birthday. I got like a month. All right, I'm going to check up on you. Time I got two months. Stop smoking cigarettes 2020. That's literally my goal. I can't start my new decade 
Yeah. Just do them lines. Oh my god. Oh my god. What the girls are doing in the bathroom. I've seen all the girls standing in the line for the bathroom. But you know, ain't gonna lie. I went to a Halloween party one time. And it was a little bit chilly in there. I mean, I was okay. So like, I don't do the cocaine, right? I don't do anything that goes with that. Because what are you talking about? Talking about doing lines. That's okay. Fine. I don't do any of that. Anyways, because I don't do the powdery stuff. They're just too above my pay grade, and you know, crack. That's very true. In black families. Can't can't end up like this. So, anyways, I was just like, oh, let me see what y'all like. We're all going to the bathroom. You want to come? I was like, number one, I'm way too old to go to the bathroom as a group. Wait, what are we doing in the bathroom? But, you know, like- I was just like, I guess because I'm a little tipsy. Let me see what y'all doing. It's like five girls in this bathroom all doing cocaine. And I was like, redacted. they're all doing redacted. Yeah, exactly. And I'm just like, I'm okay. This is not my vibe. Vibe. Vibe check. Vibe. But um. I was just like, that song is real. That immediately came to mind, um, N.E.R.D., which also I listened to like five hours of N.E.R.D., and it's always the same album. It's never like any other album. Which album is it? It's, um... Seeing Sounds. Seeing Sounds. No, it's the one with Bobby Bobby, um, James on it. In Search Of. Let's go. That's like though I will listen to that album from front to end. <coughs> like I have no problems with did, that. And I know that came out like hella years. Did y'all know that Pharrell actually has 2002. that? Dis- uh, he has that uh, that disorder. They actually talk about a persona. He has a disorder. Synesthesia. Yeah, like he sees colors and music. Oh, yeah, I've heard and, about that. Yeah, both him and Kanye West have it. That makes sense. So it's like yeah, that's like some people say that's why they're such good like producers. It's like yeah, I actually it's like Kanye was like yeah, when he's making beats. He's like I, I don't know why I did. That right there, it just looked right. He's like, yeah, like this green message well with that blue. Oh wow! They be like, they don't know what he's talking about. But then like he'll just do it. And then, I, I, the colors went together, and that's how he makes some of his music. That did, so, did not know that. That's that's really cool though. I, I would trip out if I start listening to music and I start seeing colors. Like, oh. I'd be like, what did I just take? I'm LSD. The best of it in pill form. Oh my god. Anyways, we're not going to even talk about any of that. I'm just saying, like, I need a whole trip to the mountains. Like, I'm just letting y'all know to do some stuff. Ooh, or the botanical gardens. But you got to go white people because they will, like, check you. Anyways, so. (laughs) Okay. I listened to Bubba by Kitchenada. And, um. Oh, Yeah. I really liked all the, I hate to say, I just kind of go on Apple Music and look, listen to the songs that have the stars next to them. I'm just like, okay, so let's see if I like any of these songs. It's surprising like that Puff Law does not have a star next to it. That's my favorite song off of the Puff album. Puff is the first single from the first video that he dropped, and it doesn't have a star next to it. I don't understand that. No. That's literally my vibe for the next uh, month. Puff, Puff Law. Dude, I need a song for my vibe yeah, for the next month. Go and get you one. Yeah, Bubba, Bubba to me to me Bubba sounds album. Bubba sounds like if you've ever um had a night planned around going to uh, Space 2 or the Sound Table, that is that entire night. Okay. Bubba. 
Bubba. Like if you if you never if you've never been in the middle of the dance floor of a party or some bar that is playing like house or like new house or techno, and then you you lock eyes with with somebody and you've been drinking, they've been drinking, you bought them a drink, and next thing you know you're dancing, they're dancing. Next thing you know you're sharing a cigarette in the back patio, and then you go back to the floor and you still dancing. If if that's never happened, God if, damn. You, if you've never had like an entire evening, that is very specific. It yeah, is. exactly. That's 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 the if you've never had an, an entire Josh, do you write these descriptions that be on these albums? I should, but you really <laughs> should. Like that, 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 album, that album played like a movie to me. What from front to back, that album played like a movie to me. Aww. Okay, that's pretty much it, except for Lizzo. Like Lizzo, good as hell, got me through a lot of shit. And no lie, I never listened to her whole album, but there's at least three songs of hers that I like. But I really want her to perform other music live. Because every time she performs a song, it's like the same two songs that she performs. And I'm getting tired of seeing that. But, you know, I saw her on SNL with Eddie Murphy when he came out. And um, she did a good job. It made me really want a wig. But I was just like... I wonder what she's going to do next. And that's kind of what I'm waiting on. It's like, girl, you riding high on these, like, two to three songs. Yeah, and, and all those songs she it. put out were, like, two, two years old. Yeah, so like she worked like, these songs for like two years before she actually like blew up. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, what's the next project yeah, about like, to be? Like, what are you doing next? I mean, I feel like she. I, say, I, 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 mean, I, I, I feel like she does have the talent to be able to. Yeah, yeah. she's she 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 talented. Like no, I'm just, I'm just interested. The same way I'm interested in what Chance the rapper is going to do next. I'm interested in what he just canceled Rihanna's his tour. Is about to do. She just made a joke. Say, yeah, it's not stepping on me then. If it's not okay, what? That's not important. <laughs> is she wearing shoes? Or are these like bare feet? It doesn't matter. Second question: Are these stilettos? Or are they flats? <laughs> I need to know. Are they platforms? As long as they're not wedges. <laughs> <laughs> what, what does that have to do with anything? You. Oh my god. Because wedges are gross. But <laughs> y'all are some haters. Because that's all I can wear. You better stuff the makeups up. <laughs> Right. <laughs> I'm up? already tall. Sometimes I get like when I put heels on, I'm like six foot, and then I don't know where I'm going. I'm too high off the ground. Ah. You above the clouds. Must be nice. Been hitting that gas. So uh, I'm gonna go ahead and get into it. I'm gonna start with my uh, honorable mentions. So I got so much fun by Young Thug. Oh God, how could I forget that album? <laughs> yeah, Fuck. he actually put out a deluxe version that I haven't listened to yet. Yeah. He so said, how could I? Surf, 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 yeah. Surfing. Yeah, that's just fun. That's just, it's, it's a good time. It's yeah, fun. like that album it's, reminds it's, me of like peak high fun. school. Mm. Like, it's like if you took the futuristic movement that was like going on in Atlanta, it's like, and you updated it. That's futuristic. What, yeah, well, futuristic like, fruity swag. Black boy, white boy text. Black boy, white boy. Like when clothing. Travis Porter, Young Dro, Young LA. Oh, okay. Uh, J Money, like all of them. Sir, like, and everybody. Yeah, like all. Young Money, <laughs> Rich kids. First name, last name. Yeah. Rich kids, yeah. Like all that sound was like, it was supposed to do something and never, it never got outside of Atlanta for real, for real. Mm-hmm. So it's like, seeing what Young Thug did was so much fun. It was like, oh. Swag surf. This is the evolution of it. <laughs> oh, that. okay. It's like, oh, you can tell, oh, this nigga was influenced. He was in the midst of Atlanta doing that. He was out, he was out here. Yeah, and it's like, if you took yeah, that. He, he's not just, that much older than us. He, exactly. Who, Young Thug? Yeah. yeah. How young? Uh, he seemed very young. Uh, I don't think we're, he, we're, I don't, I don't think, I don't think he touched 30 yet. No, nah, he's like yeah. 28, probably. That's the oldest he's 30. Yeah, so much fun. Great album. It's fun. It's fun. Um... Mirrorland by Earth Gang. 
Mm-hmm. I liked it more than I thought I would. Uh, like I said before, people were throwing out those Andre 3000 comparisons, and I'm like, that is... It was one white woman. I'm like, <laughs> you're smoking dicks. If anything, they sound more like Young Thug. <laughs> you're smoking dicks. They're like a more approachable Young Thug. Yeah. I like that, that comparison. Kind of, yeah, it's like a approachable young thug that speaks more to the like the artistic Atlanta niggas as opposed to the trap Atlanta niggas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So check that out. It's a good time. Igor made my honorable mentions list. I just didn't listen to it enough to really give it that uh, stamp of approval. Uh, the next would be uh, To Myself by Baby Rose. Solid. It's very good. Very solid. She has like... A phenomenal voice. It defined the fall. What's the vibe like? Uh-huh. The fall. Yeah, the fall, honestly. <laughs> the fall. I mean, like, she R&B, because that's yeah, like what it's, I think of. It's, it's, it's R&B, R&B, but, like, you can tell this was, like, her like her breakup album. Mm. And, you know, she's, you know, she's hurting. in her feelings. She's hurting. hurting. You'll, you'll, like, you'll, you'll break a chair to this album yeah, for 100%. Her, her voice oh, is so soulful and, like, and raspy. It's like Rose? Baby Rose. Baby Rose. Yeah, like it's, it's, soul, it's soul crushing, but you love it. Yeah, you really don't. Anything. You really don't hear it enough. And like, she's super talented. Like, she can sing. She can pressure, write. Pressure was one of my favorite songs from the year. Pressure. Oh, she only has the one album. Yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. She's, brand she, she's brand new. Mm. Like she kind of. She can rap. I've heard it face to face. Like, yeah, she was the homie. But um, next would be the plugs I met by Benny the Butcher. Hey. Oh yeah, that's you over there, Julian. Yeah, that shit was moving up on my list. It's dope. It makes me want to go Literally. check out more of the Griselda. <laughs> more of the Griselda crew. And they did drop uh, that What Would Machine Gun Do? What? Or What Would Sheen Gun Do? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know. And every time I get in a lift, like, one out of three lift drivers is playing this. So, that's always interesting. Uh, so, I'm going to go ahead and start my list. Number seven will be Ugg These Feelings by Snow Allegra. It's, it's, I love that name. Right. Okay, let me ask you a question. Does Snow Allegra say nigga? Is she white? I didn't get involved in any of that, <laughs> Is any she of white? that shit. She's Middle Eastern. Oh. Ugh. Yeah, she's like Unless Armenian, she said Swedish. Nigga or something. Yeah. I don't think you were able to say. I mean, I didn't hear nigga. it. She didn't say that in the album. <laughs> oh, just like she said it. Or, I, I, don't, I don't think somebody she, like, she, she tweeted, tweeted it or it. some shit like years ago. Oh, and someone... Bound it. Oh, come right on. Back. Come on now. But she didn't like apologize. She's more so like, yeah, Whatever. my people are brown. Nah. I mean, how long ago was it? Right. The thing that made it worse is like, niggas was like, oh, no, that was me. I tweeted it off her phone. But the people clearly showed like, no, it was just like, I tweeted it off her computer. But the tweet was like, tweet from iPhone or some shit. It was like, hmm, did you tweet that? More receipts. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm not into digging up people's old tweets to see if they dropped it in, like, you know, if they dropped a nigga. Not for you. Like, I deleted my old Twitter. Like, oh, you I don't called, have Twitter anymore? Clearly, I called Ashton a, a lesbian in high school. Like, that has been really bad right now. <laughs> yeah, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Julian's trans. It was a different time. Um, oh, I would date you if you were trans. So, my number six album is going to be uh, Ventura by Anderson Pac. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's great. It's great. It's great. Like, I, the only thing, the reason it moved lower down is because I stopped listening to it. Yeah. But reaching too much is... It just brings you back. You hear it, you're just like... 
I need, I needed this. This nigga said you're doing too many lines. <laughs> Why are you snorting on my cocaine? Ain't the 20th yet, baby. It's not the 20th, baby. Yeah, well, eight more months. Come on now. <laughs> but yeah, a lot of things he was saying on that album, I don't know why it resonated to me, but I wasn't in a position for it to resonate to me. And then eventually it started resonating more because it made more sense of where I was at in my life and with yeah. relationships yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So it was dope. Like, again, it, it's do you it, want to talk about something? No, I don't. It sounds like you do. We can talk after the pot. But it, it gave me what I wanted from Anderson Pock that I didn't get from Oxnard. Yeah. Which was less political and more. Like emotional and soulful. Yeah. Like Aventura really is like an R and B album. Yeah. Yeah. Like through and through. You know, less Dr. Dre on it, so that's always fun. Uh my number five album is gonna be Magdalene by FKA Twigs. Mm mm. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You've been you've been on this FKA Twigs agenda. I like Man, FKA. I have baby hair. I just couldn't get past that. I like I FKA wanted to Twigs. hear it. I just that I goddamn do. baby hair. I do. I like it. Because it's not even baby hair. You're taking like strands and just whipping that shit across your forehead. It's a look. <laughs> <laughs> it's you, a what? No, but have you seen like any of her performances when she gets like, mm. like the way I am up close to this microphone to a, like a fan in the crowd and just start singing to them, like looking them in their eyes? That's uncomfortable. Slick. But I would, I would, I would melt. I mean. I would melt. <laughs> Would you ever be like? I think if someone was that close stage. to me, I would have like yes. the urge to like kiss them if like I like them a the lot. The last video I saw, she kissed the dude on the cheek, and I was just like, yeah, I ain't, I ain't trying to get kissed on no fucking cheek. <laughs> that's, that's not enough. I'd pee in my pants. <laughs> like I, I went to saw. I, I went to. I went to see King. I would something in my pants. I went to see King, and one of, one of them looked at me. Oh, King? Ooh. Yeah, I saw King live. And yeah. one of them looked at me, I was like, <laughs> Just three queens. Just oh. so, How close were you to throwing your panties on the stage? Real close. Because, like, there, were, cause, like there, uh, there wasn't too many. we got to throw our do-rags on the stage. There wasn't, there wasn't too many people, like, in the front in the front row. There was just enough to where like, I was, like, right there. So they were just like, uh. And then she just, uh. I was like, ooh. I mean, I understand why women throw their underwear. But if a dude, don't they, don't they stop it from swinging around? The underwear? Boxer briefs, yeah. <laughs> it, holds them, it holds them in place, yeah. Yeah, so like, if you threw them on the stage... Oh, that's embarrassing. I just feel like guys aren't as clean. Can you imagine throwing your drawers up and they dirty? And no, they, oh, they smell no. like fish, bro. So disrespectful. <laughs> it's a thing. No, you just bring an extra pair. You you, you bring your clean pair. A mm-hmm. fresh new pair is all right. Because you got to think... I need you to know the type of vibe How is a nigga really <laughs> pulling his drawers off yeah. in the middle of a concert? Like, no, no, no. He had on this, the way out. He had the security. This, he, <laughs> he just had this... Sir, put that dick away. It's blue. It's you loose. It's chop. loose in the crowd. I just... I no, don't I, know. But I think for girls, it's easy if you have a dress on. Yeah. yeah. I, I just have a list of uh, of women that... You, you would know. throw your underwear at? Yep. Please tell me now. Tell you, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you later. No! You, you I gotta get through my life. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of episode that's already gone. Um, is it? Okay, so the songs that I like off there are Holy uh, Holy Terrarian or Holy, Holy Terrain with um, Future. Like, I didn't see that collab coming, but I'm so glad it happened. Oh, this is F Twigs and yeah. Future? Yeah. I'm so glad it happened. And then uh, Fallen Alien. It's good. It gives me all those uh, the Twix vibes that I like. My next album would actually be Bubba 
by K. Trinata. Like, it just came out, but I, like, with the amount that I've played it already, yeah. I know that I'm going to keep playing it yeah. through the rest of the 20s. So. We have, like, four days. Yeah. Actually, it's, I I was rocking around the city uh, taking pictures to that album, and it was it was really much a vibe. Yeah. But the songs I like over there are uh, Need It with uh, Masego. Is that yes. you say his name? Yeah. I'm not, like, a huge fan of him, but, like. Like his, you, you his, some, like him on features, I like it. You got some drums? I think it was that album he had, like that pink polo shit. Yeah. And he just started scatting, and I was like, bro, <laughs> like, bro, relax. <laughs> but besides that, he's pretty dope. Um, and the other song off of there that I recommend is Ten Percent with Caliuchis, and you know Very how much. I that's, feel that's about Caliuchis. Yes, yes. yes. <clears throat> and then like, K. Trinata just produces music so well. And like I really loved his last album, and that was heavy in my rotation. So I know this is about to be the same. Yeah. So I'm excited to go forward and play it, and see how that unfolds throughout the rest of the year. It's crazy that we all mention Kaytronada, but we all mention different songs. It's like our favorites. Yeah. Kaytronada has that effect. Yeah, it's got that range. Uh, number three would be uh, Angels Pulse because I just I threw that on in the background so much when I was doing shit. Uh, this is Blood Orange. Yes. Yes. Is, did they have um, Gold dark, teeth. dark and Handsome on there? Dark and Handsome yeah. with Toro yeah. Imoa. Yeah. 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 I saw the video for that. I was like, man. Yeah. yeah. Gold Teeth and how I had Project <clears throat> Pat and it samples that Project Pat song. Yeah. Because yeah. that's that's, that was actually my favorite Project Pat yeah, song. Yeah, nigga. Yeah, nigga. Yeah. I got Gold Teeth, nigga. That shit was dope. So, uh, like, this is a great album. I'm actually really glad that you put that album on there. Yeah. I almost forgot about it. Then I was looking. I was like, "Wait, I've been playing the fuck out of this." Like, <laughs> let's go. So it's it's good background music. It's good just like chilling, driving. Like you're playing games, you're writing notes. You know what I'm saying? You're working on some shit. You know, you're getting the notes ready for the podcast. Oh, that's Julian. Mm-hmm. Or you're taking the notes for the episode that you're listening to that you're about to post. Ah. Oh, you be doing that. Yeah. Yeah, but you're right. I was wondering what he was doing over the whole time, but then I took my glasses off, so I'm like, you know, I really can't see. And then my number two album is going to be Bandana by Freddie Gibbs. Yeah. He always seemed like you, you always throw him out there. You do too sometimes, but mostly you. Yeah, I got to show love to Freddie Gibbs, man. <clears throat> I we'll, love his album covers. Yeah. The, it, like, he's redoing other people's album covers, but... Yeah, that Gibbs... No, that Freddie album cover. Mm-hmm. That was like, yeah, this nigga... That was fresh. Like, this nigga's tight. Freddie like Pendergrass. And then seeing him live in concert, like... As much as I really love the beats, but he did a lot of, like... Like, he would just cut the beat in the middle of the song and just, like, start rapping that shit acapella. And, like, you know, it's... He has a lot of, like, dense lyrics... And the way that he spits those shits in like one breath, you're like, bro, how the fuck did you rap that mm-hmm. yeah. in one breath? And then like, how do you just like have that memory to just go just spit this shit just without even the beat to give you the uh, the cues, the cues and it shit happens. like that? You just go. Yeah, you just go. It's always impressive to see and shit like. And he had high energy, so it was it was it was it was dope. And you um, know he was high out of his mind. You know he, he was, was fucking, up there performing in a robe. You know he was fucking baked. <laughs> Wait, okay, did it look like a personal robe or like the robe from like the hotel? No, it was like a. Uh, what was that? Some brand I can't think of the name. Was it Louis? Yeah, was no, Louis. no, it wasn't Louis. Oh, but it was like a nice brand. Yeah, yeah. He, it's like he's probably wearing like a. Some silk boxes on the underneath. 
Uh, I mean, if I was gonna perform, it would be in silk under stuff because it's light, and then linen. Well, yeah, but like on top. Watching the Freddie Gibbs concert, how he flows from like a pinata track to a bandana track yeah. to like a Freddie track. Like, oh, he raps over so much varied production, and all of his great. Like, oh, he's so versatile. You feel me? Yeah. Like when he came back out for the encore and did BFK. Yes. That's the one song I wanted to hear so much, and I was just like, that's the song. He was like, he'll sit there, he just start rapping, he just looking at his watch. Like, yeah, I'm rapping for, like, 45 seconds to a minute straight. Oh, my God. No breaths. Just a thousand words a second. Just straight flowing. Flowing. Not, like, not missing a fucking syllable. That shit's impressive. Yeah. And then, like, the way that Mad Lib actually, like, produced this album, like, and people were tripping off, like, yo, you did that on a fucking iPad? It's like, yo, yes, I am that talented. Like, the technology is there. Like, nigga, get like me. And, uh, the songs I like over there, Crime Pays. Like definitely in situations. Just to name a couple, I could I could name the whole fucking tape. You know, Giannis with Anderson Park, and then uh, of course, to no surprise, my number one is "When I Get Home" by Solange, because that was the fucking album of the year. Mm. Like I don't have any song highlighted off of it because the whole album. One song. One song. One take. Like when it came out, I was playing Red Dead. And I didn't think that shit would pair together as well as it did. What's Red Dead? Red Dead Redemption 2 was a cowboy oh, no, simulator. I know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do. I do. After you said at the whole name. Yeah, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. So, it just pushed the Yeehaw agenda, you know. I love this, the Yeehaw agenda. The Yeehaw agenda. Like, Megan Thee Stallion, shouts out to her. She's on my list. I don't feel bad now for knowing how to do line dances. You shouldn't. And, like... Square dancing? I know how to do that's two different things, but I know how to do that too. She's on my list. Southern schools. But anyways, it's just cool <laughs> like, that that's a thing. Like it's like we I, you don't people aren't looking at you crazy, like why does this black person know how to square dance? It's like black people did a lot of country shit. There are a lot of black cow yeah. people. <clears throat> you know uh the Long Ranger? From the Texas? Old, yeah, the old movies and TV show Long Ranger. All based off of one one black guy. You mean with Chuck, what's the name? Not the Long Ranger, the TV not Walker, show. Not Walker, Texas. Not Walker, Texas. Oh, okay. Texas Ranger. Don't, don't get that confused now. Not Walker, Walker, Texas Ranger. Now, that's something different. No, completely and entirely. No, but so. You want to know how bad I liked Walker, Texas Ranger? Walker, I had the ringtone as my as a I was living in thing. Texas heavily watching that show, Walker, Texas Ranger. It's so good. It's so good. It's It's bad. But it's so good. It's terrible. But he has like the best. So like good. he's doing high kicks and jeans. Bro, and all he does is roundhouse kicks. Yes. <laughs> and it's always at pool bars, and someone's attacking him with a pool stick. He's just kicking their ass. Personally, love it. No, no, the, long, the Lone Ranger and all those Clint Eastwood movies, all those old Clint Eastwood movies, mm-hmm. like the man who should not be named, should have OK Corral, all those, all based off of one black guy. Who's a, a black cowboy in Texas? Wow, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Yeah, he's especially seen, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, like that one black man did like, yeah, riding like a thousand bounties. Oh wow! And all, all these different like stories about him, like all the stuff he just single handedly did. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, no one's gonna believe one black man did all of this. So uh, we be out there. We're gonna split it up amongst a, a lot of different white people. <laughs> Not even one black. Yeah. Let's Clint was like, say less. <laughs> He's like, I got you. Say oh, less. Oh, I get to take ready for us. Oh, damn. I really love this like this album just from the intro alone. Like I saw things I imagined. Those affirmations, they're positive. 
Mm. They're beautiful. Like hearing them, it gets you ready for yeah. the rest of the album. And then when the album ends and it goes right back into it, you're like, whoop, Gus about to listen to this again. Cause these are the vibes. These are the vibes. These are the vibes. Anybody watch The Mandalorian? This is the way. I watched the first two episodes. Oh. So. Damn. Did anybody remember that Flying Lotus dropped an album this year? No. Oh, but I have an, another honorable mention. Uh, the soundtrack from Carolyn Tuesday. Very nice. That's a movie? It's a TV show on Netflix. Carolyn Tuesday? Carolyn Tuesday. It's a it's an anime, actually. But oh. I recommend that you watch this. I recommend that all of you should watch this. Carolyn Tuesday? Yeah. And it's an anime? Yeah. Carol, it's a musical. Carol and Tuesday. It's a musical. Oh, thank you, because I was saying that as a name. Carolyn Tuesday. Carolyn Tuesday. That's what you were saying? I was saying Carolyn. Aww. Like Carolyn. <coughs> but yeah, it's a it's a nice musical anime. The musical on oh, there is Oh, it's a musical? Dope. Yeah. I love musicals. Yeah. I do. Watch it. I wanted to... Yeah. I'm, okay. Watch it. Like I'm Chris Brown. <laughs> you, I got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Women be shopping. I know, I know people don't like the Queen of Slim movie, but the Queen of Slim tra- soundtrack is really, really great. So, Did you watch the movie? Yeah. I would like to see you. Uh, when we talk next, I want to hear what you have to say about that. I'm gotcha. excited to hear about that. Wonder. Also, Tori and Wall dropped two albums this year, and both of them are pretty great. And I enjoy both of them. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'm just making sounds in the background. Yeah. Freelance, and actually, the lyrics to Freelance is was very, it kind of hit home, because like, very underrated is, I guess, Latorium like was lyricism because he had where whatever um, genre that he chooses to go, whatever music you know lane that he chooses to go. One thing that remains is uh, his musicality and his lyricism. Like he always has uh, lyrics that kind of uh, they re- they really they find a way to poke through and resonate. Yeah, and it's, he has a song called Freelance. that's really just about being like a creative working in freelance. Mm-hmm. So you really this nigga spitting. Yeah, basically. <laughs> um, Ordinary Pleasure, one of my top songs um, that I really liked. Ordinary Pleasure. Yeah. That's a great name. Yeah, it's a great Taking song. a piss. Yeah, and then he dropped the beat. I wasn't thinking it in that way. You just fucked it up in my brain. Thank you. Did yeah, I fuck it up? You did. I was thinking of something That's like so Ordinary t- Pleasure. <laughs> yeah. And then he dropped the B-sides uh, to, to, to this project, which were also really, really great. So another article mentioned Flying Lotus and Tori Moi's two albums. Yeah. Oh, there's also the Thundercat song on uh, Carolyn Tuesday. But it's not on the soundtrack, and that kind of pisses me off. But yeah. I think they might drop a second part to it to go with the second half of the season. I hope that's the case. Yeah, also listen to more, um, which is Anderson Park with Flying Lotus, which is absolutely amazing. You, want to, you look like you want to go... Like so, the, what's your f- the Italian? I know we probably could cut all the time. But what's your favorite Anderson Park? Is it him by himself? Is it Anderson Park and the Free Nationals? No worries. Is it no worries? Well, that's kind of difficult because I think they all have their own different. Vibe. Exactly. It's like he's so versatile. I I think it would take another Anderson Park and uh, Free Nationals album for really to to decide that. To be honest. Because like I guess like everybody's introduction into Anderson Park was with the Free Nationals, so that's was everybody's original idea of who he was. Mm-hmm. And then he dropped No Worries, which was uh, kind of like a different version of who he was. And then he did him by himself for two albums. No, he did it. He did it with Dr. Dre, and then him by himself. 
And so each, you know, well, each version know that was different. Was, Doc, was, was with Dr. No, yeah, Dre. Oh, yeah, that's what you were saying. You was just like, yeah, it was Dr. that's Dre definitely my least favorite. Yeah, he has Anderson all these Bob. different groups. And oh, because he's on it? And they're all signed with different, no. with different labels. He's not on it. Dr. Dre's on one song off of Oxnard. But that's, you know, I'm, that's what I'm asking Madrid. It's like you liked it because he was not on it as much. You're talking about Dr. Because he executive produced Oxnard. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he was like over it, and you were just like I like his vibe. In fact, the only two artists on yeah, Aftermath, my vibe check. The only two, the only two artists on Aftermath currently, <clears throat> Kendrick Lamar and Anderson Pop. Eminem's not on Aftermath anymore. I think he's just his Slim Shady. Shady. Is that what it's called? I, I just guessed that. I was assuming. Driving in the portion in the portion. <laughs> <laughs> Is Fifty Cent no longer on Aftermath? Nah, no, who knows, what? man? It's fifty. It's it's fifty. He's probably on goddamn the power. Did, did anybody label. uh check out that um, Kanye West album with the Sunday service? No. Jesus is born. But I do have like six hours of worth of listening to him on my phone though that I saw. But no, I haven't listened to that. No, it's it's the Sunday service. All those songs you you heard the choir singing. Yeah, is that just an album? For I him. haven't heard one of those songs. Well, if you like a choir, yeah, I love a choir. Like I feel like every time you throw a choir in, some black shit is most of the time is gonna sound good. No, I'm sure that album's amazing. I just haven't heard anyone talk about it. I was like, damn, a niggas are finally over Kanye. Yeah, like really, like is it really real this time? Like I'm still listening to the first three albums. I feel, I feel like he in general he has like the core people who who just the type to just never give up their favorite artists. He has Anton. Those, he still has those people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anton. But like the ca- I guess like the other casuals that are that would be willing to. I feel like they he lost a lot of he lost. I feel like he lost a lot of casual listeners. I mean, because at the same time you have to have you can have all the fucking antics in the world, but like if you don't have like music that's likable, approachable, and like marketable, like why am I listening? Especially, it's so, it's especially so if you're out here wilding, like I don't yeah, really have, a, I don't have a reason to support you. True. So, anyway, this has been episode 44 of Three Piece Set Podcast, uh, part one of our triple seven, our lucky triple seven. Um, as always, you can follow me at Speedwagon X on Twitter. You can follow us all collectively, Three Piece Set Pod. Uh, Josh, where can I find you? I know Jones everywhere. Sassy, where are you located? Um, Sassy underscore Lede underscore Thomas at, no, Instagram. Ah. IG? Actually, IG, that's what it's called. <laughs> Hello, fellow, my fellow youth. <laughs> Ashton, where can we find you? On Twitter, you can find me at Ash underscore duh underscore Stampede. On A underscore something everywhere else. Three piece set is your favorite Bible podcast. And as always, it's been a nice good production.